Good morning to my listeners. So I have a YouTube channel. I haven't been able to get many videos out because I've had a lot go on. So that's going to try and change. So I figured I'll at least get my podcast out for you so you can listen. So this is not a business tip, but more of a funny little story. Sometimes people get a itty bitty bit of power and go absolutely batshit crazy drunk with it. Case in point, I'm going to give you two instances. One most recently and one from a few years ago. First, a few years ago. I was going in my hometown's court's house. Court's house. Courthouse. I, it was early and I didn't get a chance to make my coffee that morning. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll stop by the coffee shop the gas station pick up my cup of coffee. I pick my coffee up. I go down to the courthouse. It was within walking distance of my house. Pretty much everything was at that point in that town. <laughs> Small town America folks, right? Anyways, now it's very important that I was on a good, I had a good reputation with the bailiffs. I was on not a first name basis, but I was one of the less problematic people in my town from the, from my generation. I had a lot of people I grew up with that turned into be turned out to be problematic people. Let's just say that the courthouses for some people for some people the courtrooms had a reserve for this person. I kid you not. You look on these benches, they were reserved for so and so. I was fortunately never I fortunately never got that reserved bench. I was just you know Keep my nose clean. So anyways, I'm going in the courtroom. It's winter. I've got my coat and umbrella. It was pouring down. It was a miserable day out. I had my coffee, but I was like, eh. So I, I cannot remember for the life of me what I had to do. I cannot remember what it was. In the courtroom, I had some court business. I, it's very rare, very limited stuff you would have to do. Anyways, sorry, distracted a little bit. I get in the courtroom. Now, let me set the scene for you. I'm in the courtroom, or not courtroom, courthouse, through the entrance. I go through the mail detectors. I have to go to the window, not the courtroom. It's very important to remember, I do not have to go to the courtroom. Now, we had this one bailiff. She was... An experience in herself. You know, it's obvious that you do not have drinks in the courtroom. The courtroom. Repeat that. The courtroom. It's very important to not take drinks in there because, you know, it's not a place to go sit down and have your coffee and donut. You know, it's just not. That said, the outer hall, the hallway where the general public was allowed, and would sit until her case was called, or vice versa. Yeah, you could have your drinks there. For some reason, even though I've done this hundreds of times before, this one bailiff decided today I was gonna. She was gonna make me throw away my coffee. Thing is, she was not a higher up. She was not a supervisor. The supervisor 
was telling her that he's okay to have that. It's fine. He's not going in the courtroom. So I go, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. So I go in. I go through the metal detectors. I'm walking up. And I say hi to the guys. How y'all doing? Y'all staying safe? Yeah. Go through, you know, the process. I grab my coffee. I grab my briefcase. I grab my umbrella. I go to walk over to the window. Next thing I hear, I hear a stat. Sir, sir, sir. No coffee in the courtroom. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? No coffee in the courtroom. You're going to have to get rid of it. I'm like, I'm just going to, I'm not going to the courtroom. I'm going to the window. Now, some people in the keyboard is like, well, yeah, I agree with her. It's like, I was not, and I was not arguing. I was pointing out a logical, what I was doing there. There's a difference between arguing and saying, I'm not doing that. I'm doing this. So, yeah. Anyways, the supervisor, everyone's telling her, like, he's fine. He's not going to the courtroom. He's going to the She says, there is no coffee in the courtroom. There is no coffee in the courtroom. No drinks of any kind in the courtroom. She was a coffee hater, folks. I'm like, and they were like, but he's fine. I'm like, and I just say, hey, it, it's fine. It's perfectly fine. I'm, I could throw it away. Say, thank you. And I'm like, you see, the reason I do this, and they asked me, why are you doing it? I'm like, well, and she was in earshot, so I said it not too loud, but loud enough where she could hear. I'm like, well, you see, this is an ex she's an example of someone who has got a Napoleonic complex. They have no real power outside their day-to-day -day lives. When they leave this courtroom, they mean nothing. They're a cog in the machine. They can't you know, best way to describe a friend of mine, 21 said, 2105, a musician friend of mine said, they, they don't, they don't have any real power. They walk out the door, they are nothing. They can't command fleets. No one's going to fight and die in their name. They can't shut down bridges and blocks. They walk out, they're nobody. They're just another cognitive machine. Now, they get hurt, jumped, which I wouldn't risk, wish that on anyone. Don't, don't go around jump, fighting people, folks. Come on. But, and they're not serious. So please try to take a report. Go on. They're not going to worry about it. You're not important. And this was true for this woman. She walks out that courtroom. She's got no real power. There's nothing. No one gives a crap about her. Maybe her own family. But, eh, you know, maybe not. Maybe so. So I tell the guys, don't worry about it. She's on her power trip. Let her have her little win. It's not worth the headache. She looks at me and I'm like, what? I ain't wrong. You were on a power trip, lady. You're flipping out about me having coffee at the window when saying no coffee, drinks in the courtroom when I'm not even in the courtroom. You want to go on your power trip? Go ahead. I don't care. You are not important to me. At the end of the day, your opinion of me does not matter to me. I get out of my face. Please. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. Well, I didn't say fuck you. Excuse me, folks. I'll be right back. Okay, folks, we're back. Sorry about that. We'll just make that a short break or something. But yeah, at the end of the day, her opinion of, of me did not matter. And with that, that's what I want to say. That's simply that. Now, recently, uh, the next power trip story, and we're going to make this real quick. My recent power trip story was my as a current one. I had a uh, particular office manager of a land of my complex, my new complex moved in. She was a bit, she's a bit of a power trip right now. 
I don't know if I can tell this story right now. You know what, folks? I know I said I had two, but I'm going to hold off on that one until I get a few more, uh, get, get a little more clarity of what I can and can't say because it's recent, you know, vice versa. Anyways, so, but yeah, in general, remember, you're no not saying this directly to you, my listeners, but no one is more important than the other. If you hold a little bit of power and you let it go to your head and you go power drunk with crazy, I'm talking about you, you're absolutely plastered. You've got a snoop full on the power trip, then maybe you shouldn't have that power. Abraham Lincoln once said it. If you want to judge a man's character, give him power. If he's good, he'll do great. If he's ill, he'll do evil. He'll go, he'll make bad decisions. I say this, never forget where you came from because when you do, you go right back to that spot. I'm sorry to say, I don't know who needs to hear this, but you are not as important to the whole world as you think. You're important to the family and friends that love you, but as to the, the grand scheme of things, we're all very important. We all matter. My roommate sometimes thinks, I think the whole world revolves around me. No. He simply does not understand that I pay the rent on my apartment and I got tired. I get tired of people's bullshit. And sometimes my roommate has a habit. He's a great guy. Love the guy to death. But he has a bad habit of over-talking me, think he's correcting me, and I just let him have his win, his little victory, because he needs to. He doesn't understand that he's actually over-talking me and disrespecting me in my apartment. That said, I know he's going to hear this. Sorry, dude, but it's the truth. But it is what it is. And I will be having a conversation with you about it eventually, I think. Oh, boy, will I. Anyways, other than that, and, and, and I do want to point out that sometimes I can be a dickhead and a butthead. And my roommate does justifiably call me out sometimes call me out when I do that. Yes, I can be a butthead myself at times. I can be a straight-up asshat. And that's why I like my roommate. The man will call me out and check me on it. And that's what a true friend does. A true friend can check his other friends out, check his other friends on their behavior. Like, I check him on his behavior, he checks me on my behavior. Now, sometimes he thinks he's checking me on behavior, but he's actually not actually looking at it critically and there's like some miscommunication but me and my roommate we calm down we talk things out and there are times that i've kind of gone to the point where i'm gonna fuck some shit up and he's had to restrain me because he knows i'm not thinking clearly i'm angry i need to calm down so yeah and i will say this sometimes i do need to get calmed down sometimes i need to be held back because i'm a pretty easygoing guy i think but when I feel the need, when I get pissed off enough with something, push to the limit, and they continue to do it, and they, and this is something I've got to work, I've been working on. I want to fight. If I want to throw hands on you, you've really pushed me to the point where you better pray. You better pray you catch me by surprise, because that's the only way you're going to win in a fight with me. Now, I don't advocate for violence, obviously. Uh, violence should never be the 
the first resort. It should always be a last resort. And and the reason some people say, well, violence is never the answer. Well, here's the thing. Sometimes talking fails and you just got to smack someone upside the head. Not calling for violence again. Don't go straight there. Try and talk things out. Me and my roommate, we talk things out. And sometimes I need to be checked. Sometimes he needs to be checked. Sometimes we just have to handle things. That said, I cannot advocate for violence. I do not endorse violence as a first resort. You should always try the diplomatic response. And here's sometimes, and there's other ways to handle things. Like my dad said, there's more than one way to skin a cat. It's very true. Case in point, the people, and with the people who are on a power trip, just let them be on their power trip. Chances are you'll never deal with that person outside of those interactions, maybe once or twice. It might be a one-time person on a power trip. Don't don't worry about it. You're never going to see him again. So what's the point of stressing over it? Like, that baby. I really never saw her again after that, and I could really care less. She may not even be there now. That's the point. There's no point in overstressing it. So, yeah. Sometimes you just got to let someone run their mouth and have their little power trip because it's comical. You get a funny story. And yeah, I recently, another time, I did have an individual who was on a bit of an alpha male power trip. And I'll tell that story another time. Oh, the whole alpha male thing is a joke. Anyways, this has been your friendly podcaster, Jason Williams, the boss. Stay safe and stay being bosses and be a true boss leader. Thank you and have a nice day.